There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good afternoon, and- Welcome, it's your Friday Lori and Julia show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. To borrow an off-used word by the Brits, today's show is going to be massive. We have a massive show massive. today. Massive. Massive, but we are going to take a royal interruption at about 345 because Rob Lowe is calling us. Right. If anyone is going to make a royal interruption, it is one Ro- Mr. Rob, Rob Lowe. Lowe. That's right. His show is a Sunday night, Stories I Only Tell My Friends. And we read both of his books, Stories I Only Tell yeah, My Friends. And you loved them. And Love Life. So, so good. And of course, we've been fans and had yes. crushes on him now, forever. Have you ever talked to Rob Lowe before, Never. Lori? Never. Never have seen him on a red carpet at the SAG Awards just have never crossed paths. I've tweeted at him, but it's I've tweeted into the ether. Uh, he's never replied back. <laughs> yeah. well, he has a delicious voice. He, oh, he really does. Oh, and we've liked him for so human. long. So, I have to do something self-serving right. first. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah this, do this it. We got a birthday. Yeah, we do. Go, 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 Alex. Go, Alex. Birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. We're going to sip a party like it's your birthday. Happy birthday to my son, Alec, who is 29 years old today. Wow. Donnie Love. Yeah. last year of his 20s. I know. Oh, Lord, I hated yeah. turning 29. I've hated all my nine <laughs> birthdays. They kind of cause you to think a little bit. Including your ninth? No. (laughs) no, Well, you know what? I love my ninth because I was so excited that the next year I was going to be double digits. Yeah. So that's exciting. But then once you get into the 19th, 29, 39, oh, I'm with you, Lori. Yeah. I just never enjoyed that. But 29, that's very, I can't believe, Donnie, you have a 29-year-old child. Neither can I. Neither can I, but anyway, <sighs> happy birthday. I call him Bud. So yeah. That's my nickname Aww, for him. Cute. All right, and before we get started on our royal coverage, just uh, just heart sick about what happened oh, in Santa Fe yeah. uh, High School in Texas. It's, it's just so sad that we have had more children killed in school than we have had members of our military killed while serving in the armed forces this year. Really, I mean, yeah. just no, take that in. Yeah. I, well, and we're I'm in two. Yeah, doesn't it? So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, uh, it's just, it's heartbreaking when yeah. I, when I saw that this morning, I mean, just like you guys, you just, you're like, oh, it, your, a, heart, your heart, your heart, 10 kids, ten, yeah. yeah, 10 kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, so anyway, even though we're going to be very, with our Royal frippery, just our hearts are heavy with that. And, we feel sick about it, and we're sick of just yes. thoughts and prayers. Yes. All right. Yes. So. 
Okay, so this is an awkward segue, but we all, if we can, need to know what our royal name is going to be. Oh goodness okay? gracious! Oh, I didn't realize name. that we all had royal names. Well, it's 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 just something that Julia and I have made up. Uh, it's it's your second pet, second pet, the second pet that you own that you can remember, and the first street that you lived on. Okay, the so, second pet. So that I my okay, my royal it. name is really quite sassy and saucy. It's Boots Tioga. Boots Tioga. <laughs> Sounds like a stripper. Yeah, I was going to say, when's the show? Are you I doing know, but Lady Boots Tioga. I see you in the drawing room. Uh, I, are you playing the lunch buffet, Lady Boots Tioga? <laughs> what about you, Donnie? Uh, I would be uh, Sirex Volmstead. See, look at how royal that sounds. Doesn't it? Yeah. Sure. It's a, the street you grew up on or the street that you live Just on now? the first street that you remember. Okay, I would be Lady Gypsy Emerald. See, look at that. Perfect. I See how know. that is working out for us? <laughs> that could also be a stripper name. Yeah, but it's your second pet in your first street. Oh, first street. Okay, so we, this is a little uh, audio, that, and I watch all the morning shows because, of course, they're all doing all this wall packaging and producing. I was very right. glad someone tweeted us last night that David Muir and Robin uh, Roberts are doing the ABC coverage, and it was just she had a a thing to go to, which is why she didn't arrive until last night. Are they broadcasting from Windsor right now? Yeah. Everybody's there. Everybody is there, and ABC uh, is uh, it'll be covered by Robin and David and Hoda and Kathy Lee for NBC, and then Gail and Nora over at CBS, and then of course Will Ferrell and his. Um, what are they? Uh, yeah, for HBO. For HBO. And Molly Shannon. Molly Shannon. I don't yes. remember the characters' names. They're doing it for HBO. PBS is going to be there too. Yeah, everybody. So it'll be, and we will be live on the radio and Facebook living at 4 a.m. That's right. Tomorrow. And I am quite excited about this. I know I was talking to my bonus daughter and I said, Are you going to watch? Well, I don't know. And I said, what is wrong with all you? <laughs> what? Young, are you not younger? my bonus daughter or are you not well, my bonus daughter? I've noticed this with maybe a lot of, I don't know, millennial kind of ages that they're sort of like, a, a, they're either all in or you're kind of ho-hum. But royal weddings happen so rarely. And the British royal weddings are more excited because we're like... Kissing cousins with with Britain exactly. We kicked him out of our country. We didn't want to be, you know, under the. But king. we have a special relationship. We do. With the we United do. Kingdom. And I mean, the last wedding was seven years ago. Yes. Yeah, and the one before that was twenty. Twenty so the, some years with Diane. So they don't happen. There won't be another one for maybe twenty five years. Exactly. Right. Because yes, Eugenie and Beatrice will get married, but they're yeah, royal. But we don't care about that. We don't care about that. It's <laughs> we just not don't the care same. About that. It's no, not it's the not. same. So here's what's here is the road to the royal wedding. Everything I think this is just sort of a little setup of what tomorrow is. Like all couples, Harry and Meghan have a wedding checklist. Only this one's a little more elaborate than most. It needed the Queen's seal of approval for starters. So here's what we know. Venue check. The couple is tying the knot just down the road at the Royal Family Chapel of St. George's, over 500 years old, surrounded by the tombs of some of England's greatest kings and queens. Ceremony? Check. Mom Doria Raglan will share the car with Meghan on the way to the chapel. Meghan's father-in-law, Prince Charles, will walk her down the aisle. 
The Archbishop of Canterbury will oversee the vows and Episcopalian bishop to deliver the address. Guard of honor? Check. Okay, you have to call the Queen Grandma to get this. 250 uniformed soldiers from the military corps that Harry has served with. Cake? Check. The cake bucks royal tradition made by Californian Claire Patak, a light cream and elderflower lemon creation decorated with real flowers that's already setting a trend. Flowers? Check. White peonies, roses, foxgloves, echoes of the white garden at Kensington Palace that Diana loved. Like William and Kate's wedding, this will be a summer garden. Invitations? Check. Some 600 guests have received these. Among those attending, Diana's siblings, even Harry's aunt Sarah Ferguson, invited, reportedly after years of royal exile. Friends from the cast of Suits, Meghan's besties, Priyanka Chopra, Jessica Mulroney, and Serena Williams expected to be there. 2,640 community activists and Windsor residents invited into the castle grounds. Best man? Check. Prince William returning the favor for his younger brother. Bridal party? Check. No maid of honor this time, but 10 little page boys and oh. flower girls, including Prince George and Sister Charlotte. Transportation? Check. An open carriage will take the couple through Windsor after the ceremony, like the one Harry shared after William and Kate's wedding. Photographer? Check. New York-based Alex Lubomirsky, who took the engagement photos, is their man. Gifts? Check. Charity donations only, say the couple, but the Queen reportedly gifting them this humble home on her Sandringham estate and a title. Reception? Check. That's happening here at Windsor Castle at the even older St. George's Hall. The Windsor Kitchen's prepping already. And then there's an evening event hosted by Prince Charles for 200 close friends and family. Wedding night? Check. It's not far to go. Harry and Meghan will spend the night at the castle. Among the questions that remain, who's making the dress? Ralph and Russo, who designed Meghan's engagement no. gown? Christopher Bailey from Burberry? Or royal favorite, Erdem? I think she's going to wear a very fitted dress. Um, I think she will definitely have a long sleeve. I think she'll have shoulder coverage. And I think she'll look sensational. <laughs> that leaves the bill, which could run to a whopping 40 million putting this in the most 10 most expensive weddings of all time. Oh my wow. Gosh, so there, you got the checklist. Now, Lori, who is your odds-on favorite for the wedding dress designer? All I know is it'll be British, and I know it'll be long sleeve. I mean, right. I, I really... <laughs> I you have, just said a definitive no to the Ralph and Russo when she mentioned it in that clip. I think the reason why is because that that engagement dress was 75000 There was a lot of pearl clutching about that. They've already gotten an explosion from her. It won't be Alexander McQueen, Sarah Burton. Because, because she Kate did, Kate. did Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just don't see it being Stella McCartney. That's not what she does. I, I'll i be, I mean, if it's a lovely dress, I'll be happy. But like when Princess Diana, I do remember that. and oh. watching that and I was like, not the mutton chop sleeves. Oh, I that, hated that I, look oh, in the 80s. Lori, and I had I've, to live through the 80s. Oh, that... I, 
that dress. But when I, she ugh. got out of the carriage. And it just kept going. But the, then, then it was like, okay, well, at least it's got this amazing train. And then I am sorry, but all those toddler children, I am a sucker for that look. Oh, well, they are so They're adorable. They're so adorable. So they're so adorable. So anyway, when we come back, the queen is stopping by. She's got a lot of unofficial decrees that are that need not be said that but people know. What do you want to feel? Let's just enjoy the thrill. I'll take over the wheel. Give you the touch of missing. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yes, uh, Harry and William did, because um, it is evening, late evening in London right now. It would right be 9.20 p.m. 9.20. So Harry and William met the crowd. They came out of Windsor. Someone gave Harry a little stuffed bear. They looked very relaxed. and uh, Happy to be he, there. He said he was relaxed, of course, and he asked people where they were from. And meant, when he met a little girl named Megan, he said, is that like the one I'm going to marry? Oh. And uh, he said, there's not very many Megans with an H around. And people were just screaming. And they are, I hope some of our spirit animal, my talk people, are along the walk and everywhere. Our Windsor Intel. Yeah, the weather is supposed to be fantastic. It's supposed to be 70 degrees and sunny. Picture perfect. Just picture perfect. Yeah. Oh, and those photographs of them meeting the crowd are just adorable. Adorable. And Megan and her mom have arrived at the hotel that they're staying at, which is called Cliveden House. Google it. It's like something out of a fairy tale. Oh, what does all it look it. like inside? Wait till we see the aerial view tomorrow of all the people when they take that carriage ride. Oh, I it's know. When Donnie to... was describing the oh. procession with the military and they're all his friends, and this is going. I'm, I'm, I'm getting excited. I usually yeah. sometimes it takes me a little while for me to get excited, mm-hmm. but then the actual day of, you're like, yeah. oh, it's so pretty. Yeah, and beautiful. and people forget that Harry was in the military for ten years. Yeah, right. and it's his unit, right? Yeah. And all of his buds. Yeah. So, anyway, she will travel by car with her mom from Clive Dinden House to Windsor. So, but the palace will only have a couple of reporters that they, and photographers that they allowed to film her leaving. Sure. Just like they did with Kate. Yes. Middleton. Not surprising. Yeah. Okay. So, the queen, I believe that the queen... Stopping by. Oh We're my, so oh, excited. Let me practice my curtsy. Queen Elizabeth yeah. II. Oh, yeah. It's an honor for me to be here, but before I speak, I would like my theme music, please. Could we just have my theme song? Oh, there it is. I don't go anywhere without my theme song. Oh, QE2, it's so nice of you to stop by the studios. God Save Me is the name of the song. <laughs> so I'm the queen. I have some rather brief list of... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Rules that I, the Queen, would like these to be followed at the Royal Wedding. First of all, if you're in doubt, 
just curtsy your bow. You can't go wrong if you curtsy your bow, okay? Oh. We noted. We noted. Number two. There shall be no jiggling when one is going upstairs or down the stairs. I do not want to see any jiggling of any kind. That's going to be kind of hard. Banks and undergarments <laughs> is what that means. <laughs> you might skip a stiff upper lip as we Brits do whilst smiling. When you smile, keep your lips together, please. <laughs> Pursed like yours are now, right? I have a few more. Don't interrupt, <laughs> Queen. <laughs> oh, that's not my song. That's what's-his-name's song. We're not playing that. <laughs> All right. When you shake hands, you will gently grasp only the fingers. Only the fingers ever so lightly. Would you please? <laughs> there shall be no kissing on the lips. Except for maybe the couple. No kissing on the lips. Just cheeks, please. And finally, at all times, those of you of lesser importance... And that's most of you. You uh, shall always walk at least 20 paces behind me. Uh, Those uh, are my rules for the wedding. Uh, Thank you very much. Well, Your Majesty, we will do our best to follow all of those rules. I mean, especially Cheerio. fastening the jiggly bits. I'm going, I am wearing these sort of satiny capri loungewear pants. And I'm like, I'm going to have to wear my very most royal of Spanx. And that is the Spanx with a gusset. Oh, 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 wow. Yes, Lori. Yes. yes. <laughs> but that I took mean, a hot second for me to think yeah, about it. I was like, yeah, yes. Yeah, the gusset. The it's gusset. The opening. That's right. That's right there. But anyway. Now, will that secure all the jiggly bits or well, does that provide proper I'll ventilation? A, I'll also wear a bra because, I mean, you can't. The thing with all these pajamas that people might be wanting to wear at their parties, things can be clingy. Yeah, we don't want to be able to tell the temperature of the Twin Cities Live studio just by looking at Lori on the live Facebook live feed. That would be more Julia <laughs> on the <laughs> Yeah, no, she's, uh, but uh, yes, no, we we can't wear, we can't be having things clinging to our kibbles and bits. No camel toe straight from the queen herself. That's right. That is absolutely right. (laughs) I saw this thing and this was kind of, um, I think it was in the Washington Post Weekly this week and it was the five myths about the British royals. Did you know that, okay, so American interest in the royals is nothing new, even mm-hmm. though there might be people who are saying, what is going on? The very first time Queen Elizabeth was on a cover of a magazine here in the U.S., it was the cover of Time magazine at age three in Whoa. 1929. Wow. So. Oh, who knew? Americans have We've cared about it, yes, crown. for a long, long time. And, of course, for Americans following the royals across the pond, we don't have any complications of politics or anything like that or no. responsibility. It's a purely a spectator sport That's right. Us. All right, listen, when we come back... Tomorrow's the big day. And now, as part of My Talk 1071's continuous coverage... Everyone's getting ready for a wedding. wedding, wedding. Here's a royal wedding dirt alert update. So about this wedding. All right, lots of royal news happening this afternoon, including Prince William and Prince Harry greeting the crowds in Windsor, England this afternoon. And Prince William, he seems like he's ready to have a good time because he joked with the crowd 
that he is looking for a babysitter if you are all free. Uh, also trending in Meghan Markle's friend circle, Priyanka Chopra. She was spotted outside of British fascinator designer Philip Tracy's studio to pick out her design today. She is one of Meghan Markle's celebrity friends that will be at the festivities tomorrow. Also, um... It seems that Cardinal Levine, she is another celebrity that's very happy. She's just like us. She's happy for Harry and says that she's really excited to watch the wedding tomorrow. And she says, I think any celebration of love is incredible. Also, rumor has it that Meghan Markle's wedding dress might be designed by Stella McCartney. We're not sure about that, but that's the rumor. Also, rumor has it that this dress will be teamed with a tiara from Princess Diana's collection. That is your royal wedding update here on My Talk 107.1. And here is your forecast, uh, partly cloudy. 61 the low tonight for the weekend all the way through the weekend about a 30 percent chance of showers all right 71 on saturday 68 on sunday right now lovely it is 83 on my talk that's the latest royal wedding news so you sound pretty excited about tomorrow and now Lori and julia on my talk 107.1 what about Hey, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, No, I was just saying, Holly, people are mad about, um, you know, that we have to take a royal interruption for Rob Lowe in like 10, 15 minutes. But let's just think about that for a second. (laughs) If if we are going to take an interruption for anyone, we're going to do it for Rob Lowe because he's in town Sunday night. You've never talked to him before, Lori. I mean, surely I've never talked to Rob Lowe before. Ellen DeGeneres just had him on her show last week and... um, She's she's kind of been on a roll lately. She's been very, very funny. She seems to just like she had a hilarious conversation and good uh, engagement with Diane Keaton. Of course, she's very funny, but with Sandra Bullock. I you don't know, know what she's, she's doing. doing. You, know what El- you know what Ellen's doing, what? doing, Lori? She is doing stand up right now. That's what Ellen, she's doing. Ellen is at, I've seen it because I follow their Instagram account. There's this place in LA that's called Largo and it's where all the comedians go to workshop their bits, to do things that could, because it's a very friendly okay. comedy forward crowd. Ellen's been doing gigs there. Well, you the can side. tell it's coming across. It seems to like be just rejuvenating yeah. her, her. The creative juices are flowing. Yes. And she's putting herself out there. Yeah, because she's so connected with all of the people that she interviews with. I mean, she's personal friends with them. I don't know. She just really seems to have a new zest. Oh. And I'm enjoying it. So she had a very, uh, I thought it was very hilarious how she is, has saved Meghan Markle's life. I was a little hurt that I wasn't invited to the royal wedding because, first of all, I'm family. Um, I'm related to Kate Middleton. I'm her 15th cousin, and that is true. And uh, she's the Duchess of Windsor, and I'm the Lady of Burbank, is what I am. (laughs) And secondly, the reason I should have been invited is I'm responsible for Meghan Markle's true love, her dog. Look at this. This is true. She said in an interview that years ago she was at a dog rescue and apparently I was there and I said, you have to take that dog home. And because I told her to, she took it home. And I don't remember any of this. I changed, but I did change Meghan Markle's uh, life that day because 
When you give a, get a dog, it gives you unconditional love. And without that, she would have been lonely and she would have been looking for love in the wrong places. And then after a series of bad relationships, she probably would have started drinking. And then she would have lost her job and not be able to pay her rent. So she'd have to move in with somebody to have a roommate. And then they'd have a huge falling out because her roommate ate all the ice cream. And she slapped her roommate across the face and her roommate kicked her out onto the streets. And then she turned to a life of crime. So I saved her life. Okay. <laughs> but she really truly did when you think about it. Yeah. Think about all the possible paths that Meghan Markle's life could have gone down if not for the dog. But that is a true story about the dog. <laughs> yes. That's so funny. Yeah, I'm like, like oh God, she sounds like me in a theory day talking myself in circles <laughs> yes. and circles, but much funnier. Um, and uh, okay, I did one of the things I'm really going deep into like with some of my, you know, like some of the blog, some of the people that Julia and I follow gossip wise. You know, um, I have a real, I have a favorite Toronto blogger. Okay. And she is a royal, like obsessed. And so I have really gotten some really like kind of juicy, fun little facts. Because of course, that, they're part of the Commonwealth. Yes, part of the Commonwealth. And so um, here's what she had to say about Harry and Meghan having tea with the Queen yesterday, along with uh, Meghan's mom. And uh, Lainey is who the blogger is. I did an interview with this etiquette expert, and she said, if you're having tea with the Queen, we did see this on The Crown, but we, I think we might have all wondered about it. What's that? But if you're having tea with the with the Queen... The queen does pour the tea because she's oh. the host. And I remember wondering that on the, why is she pouring the tea? Yeah. They bring the guest in, yes. the tea tray's there, and then she pours. It's because she is the host. I did not know that. I, I know. I love that. I love that. And then this, I mean, that would freak me out because it would feel they, the like power. somebody else should be doing it. Or thing. like you should be serving her because she or is the queen. Or that a butler would right. do it. Yes, and I, I, every single time I saw that on the crown, I'd always remember, go, Google that. Why does she do that? It must be for a reason. Well, it is. And also, you're not supposed to stir your tea in a circular motion. If you ever happen okay. to be How having you, fancy tea, do you switch it side to side? It's back and, and back forth. And forth yeah. well, back and six forth. and twelve, six and twelve, six without and 12, six touching and 12. the edges of the cup. Oh, oh, no oh that, very that, very, yeah. very, and stick out your pinky finger. Yeah, <laughs> and I hope someone explained that to. Megan's mom before because you know she was only there like ten hours before she had to meet the queen. I still think I, I still that's think that's so a little weird. fishy. Wouldn't that be weird? I just think about that I've from discussed- a, a human standpoint, where your child is getting married into this family, family and you only meet them ten hours before. Yeah, it's really weird. It's the one thing my mom and I just keep coming back to, and I said, "Well, mom, this must be how the queen wants it," or uh, maybe. Doria, because she was quitting her job and she knew she was quitting her job, she wanted to give them a full two weeks notice or whatever, you know, because she left her. She did, right. And she would have worked through last Friday, so it might have been, you know, her choice. to her schedule. As I pointed out to my mom, I said, Mom, I hate to say this to you, Doria is, 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 is younger than you, and she said, and not that much older than you. Oh, Coming at you. Anyway, that is your tea etiquette lesson i will remember that yeah we're gonna when remember I meet that the queen 
and I take tea with her. But I've had, yeah. I've gone to fancy tea. Have you ever gone like to a place where, have you ever traveled well, somewhere like the Hotel Vancouver or Vic, what's on Victoria Island? I forget what the name of the hotel is. Know. Where you can have high tea different places. I've always. With the cucumber sandwiches. I've always <laughs> swirled. Oh, I did not know. They saw you do that, Lori. Oh, Declasse out of the corner of their eyes. For like, sure. Mm, we see her oh, over there at table 52. Man. Anyway, I hope someone explained that to Doria. Now, the other thing that you must not do, should you be going to the British Islands now or in the future or whatever, but the one the one word that that... British people, anyone from the UK, they absolutely cannot stand. It's a very American phrase, but you don't use it under any circumstance unless you want to be known right away that you're an American. What do you think that adjective is? An adjective? It's an adjective. An adjective, because I was going to say... This was on... um, Good morning, Britain. It was, you know, they did the, cause there's so many inner, there's so many people in England right now that are, this has brought the in a ton of, yeah, a lot of tourism. Well, at first I was going to say a noun and I was going to say Fanny. Yeah. No, no. But how about the word awesome? That is it. it Holly. Is? That yeah. is it. Yeah. Awesome immediately pegs you as an American. It is considered a really, it's People too look superlative. Down, yes, they look down on it, and you're, you should use wonderful, fabulous, brilliant, brilliant massive, massive, <laughs> depending. So don't use that. And then um, um, just other, if other, other words, because British slang is really great, and it's always good to uh, be reminded. But I love. Um, the word, their word for nonsense. This is a bunch of codswallop. Oh, <laughs> I mean, what a great word, <laughs> codswallop. And um, your bed is your kip. Yeah, oh, to yes. take a nap. Yep. To take a nap is also to kip. Kip. Oh. Take you're, a kip. I'm, you're knackered. You're, you're tired. tired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about if you're cheesed off? You're, you're mad. Uh, miffed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We use that. Yeah. Um, chock a block. Ooh. Donnie? Like chock a block. Chock a block. Like the streets of Windsor are chock a block with oh, people. Oh, they're full. Oh, crowded. Full, crowded. Full, full, full. Okay. Um, chuffed. Like you're, the, you're happy. Yes. Chuffed to bits. Yeah, chuffed is chuffed. delighted. Yeah. I always thought for the longest time, seems like a nice word, well, but are you kind of mad? But well, chuffed, because you would think miffed. Miffed, miffed yeah. Miffed yes. means you're mad, but chuffed, chuffed means you're happy. Yeah. If someone calls you a wanker or a tosser, not, oh, not that's good. not good. Yeah, it means you're <laughs> no, stupid. No. Yes. Um, and if someone says you're a dishy dish, they yeah. refer to you as dishy. You're, you're, look, attractive. you're attractive. You're very attractive. And uh, if they say, well, you're a bit dodgy. Sketchy. Yeah, not to be trusted. Yeah, yes. you don't want to be yes. described. Mm-mm. And I love the, um, well, she's a bit legless tonight. What do you think? What was it again? Legless. Legless? She's a bit legless. She spent a bit too much time at Prince Harry's oh, pub, Oh, she's I a imagine. little drunky? That's right. <laughs> legless. I love that. They say plastered. Yes. Plastered, okay, that's yeah. a that's a British word, but I really love legless. And they also use as slang, did you get a leg over last night, did you? <laughs> as a slang for did you get lucky? And I remember just thinking that is the greatest expression. Did you get a leg over? Oh my gosh. Because it sounds so nice. It does. Yeah. But did it? you get a leg over? And I'm <laughs> like, a leg over? Oh, well, I lay down. You know? So, uh, what other words? Uh, how about when things have gone all pear shaped? 
Oh yeah, that means. What does that mean? I think it means it's like gone. Like it went all pear shape earlier this week with the Thomas Markle zone and TZ. Yes, it did not yes. go as planned. It did yeah, terribly wrong. Yeah, terribly but I mean, how great shaped. does that sound? Pear shape because that's not so bad. Yep. No. Yeah, but I mean, everything just sounds so much better. I mean, they really have they have they, a lovely way use, with words. Yes, the English language to its maximum. Yeah, chuff to bits. Chuff to bits. <laughs> and don't forget snog. Snog, that's right. Kissing. 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 Yes, very good. So anyway, maybe we'll try and incorporate some British slang between now and tomorrow. Really get into it. I really wish I knew what the phrase was to get in your English accent. Like, you know, we know, like to get in a Southern accent, you say, Mm -hmm. I've got a fodo fod. Ah, and I'm I'm about ready to put on my tiara and my royal (laughs) gusset spank. Scarlett O'Hara has joined us in the studio. But I don't know what the British phrase is. I don't know. I know. I know the Australian one that we. What's that? uh, Rise up, blades. What does that even mean? Razor blades. Yeah. Oh, rise up lights. Rise but you say razor blades, but rise up lights. Rise up lights. Or you blades. say rise up lights. Oh, rise- oh, digging in my bottom right I, now. Yeah, I like that. I can't figure out what's happening. Okay. Crikey. Okay. Crikey. Crikey, yeah. All right, listen, when we come back, uh, Rob Lowe should be calling us. I was thinking about the fans. We were- the music. Oh. Rob Lowe, is this really you on the phone? Yes, it's the real the real deal. Oh, Rob Lowe. Okay, first of all, we are fans of all of your movies, going all the way back to The Outsiders, your TV shows, and we read Stories I Only Tell My Friends and Love Life when those two books came out back to back. And loved, you're an amazing storyteller, so we're so excited you're going to yes. be in the Twin oh. Cities. I'm so glad you, you guys like the books, and because uh, I'm coming. I'm coming to the Twin Cities, and I'm doing what we'd what would really be my third book instead of a third book i wrote this this show that i'm touring around the country and i'm having so much fun with the audiences audiences are having so much fun and it's just it's just a great new experience for me is the i mean because one of the things like i really did like that i loved about stories i only tell my friends is that I've long, and I think a lot of people, if you follow anything Hollywood, it's always like, we'd love to be a fly on the wall and kind of know what's really going down. And yeah. your voice and just, you've been, I mean, how long have you been out in Hollywood? Were you like 15 when you moved out yeah. to California? I moved, I moved I moved to California when I was 13. I yeah. got my first job right shortly thereafter in a commercial, my first starring role at 15, and I've been doing it. No, now 54, so it's, I've, I've got a lot of years in the trenches. And and you kind of, like, I feel like you and, um, like, even, like, Donnie Osmond or other people that are, you know, in your age where you also met old Hollywood in mm-hmm. the current Hollywood and then part of new Hollywood. You're, like, you're straddling, like, the sweet spot, Rob Lowe, and oh, I don't yes. mean to sound so dirty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she does. No, it, it, it is true, though. It's like the, you know, I, I was around a new... You know the real movie stars, Cary Grant, right? Leslie Pack, yeah. Um, you know uh, those guys, and um, and then I was also there at the beginning of the new modern show business, which is really youth centric. The movies that we all did, the Brad Pack movies, yes. John Cusack, they sort of started. They they were the beginning of what is now just universally accepted, and that is movies are made really today for. 20-somethings. Right. When I started, they, they weren't. They were made for adults. So right. It, I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of changes. You you yeah. have, and your stories, I mean, I just, I, I, I just was like, oh my, I loved every single um, 
story that you told. So I'm so excited that you're going to be telling them in person and then Q&A from the audience. Yeah, and, you know, listen, I didn't want this show to be merely sort of a live version of the book. Right. It's a title from the book, but... It's, it's, most of it is, is all new, additional stories that okay. are, you know, in the, in the same theme and, you know, in the same sort of, you know, overarching umbrella of stuff that people really like. And then at the end, my favorite part, all time favorite part every night is the Q&A yeah. from the audience. And we really get to know each other. And some of the questions are hilarious. And I think, I think the thing people need to be prepared for is that it's pretty funny. Yeah. The, 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 the evening is a, is a very silly, funny uh, you know, look behind the curtain. Well, it's kind of like, um, you know, other people have done these tours and people just go crazy for it because, first of all, we can't believe... I mean, Rob, you really are genetically blessed. I mean, let's, let's just let's all be acknowledge yes. that you are just beautiful <laughs> and have been for a long time, so we've had a crush on you, but... Even, you know, your personal story with, you know, about your life with your wife and your boys and your sobriety, you, you know, just, we're just fans. Oh, well, thanks. And that's, that's all there. I, I get to, the, the other thing about the book is I get to, um, you know, the book is the book and it has to sort of exist in this very structured way. You know, with this show, I, you know, we can go off on tangents and really dig deep into stuff that people are really enjoying on any particular night and maybe glossing over other stuff that we're, we're, that isn't as fun. And we just each night is a different experience, and it's a gift for me to be able to come out and, and, and really tear it, tell it and share it with my actual friends who've been supporting me for so many years. Yeah, this, this sounds like a date night with my husband on Sunday night. You'll be at the State Theater. The show's at 7. And um, so, Rob, what, what, is the num- what is the question that you always get, at, no matter what city you're in? The, my, my greatest satisfaction of doing the Q&As is that I, there is not one question I get over and over. They are, you cannot imagine... It, it, it could be Tommy Boy questions, West Wing questions, um, wife questions, sobriety questions. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, there's not one of the things that's fun is there's not really one subject. Well, there's you're... so many of them, and 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 the questions really bear that out because the questions are, are always really um, they're never similar on any given night, which is great. Well, you were talking about uh, how you were asked outrageous questions. So what's an example, Rob, of, of an outrageous question that you've been asked recently out on the road? Oh, a guy says, I'm a tailor. Do you tuck to the left or the right? Oh, my. Well, okay, now that question I mean, is out there, Rob. I mean, I mean come on. I mean, is that, I mean, I'm telling you, you never know what it's going to go on. It, is fun. it makes me laugh. I get so entertained. I mean, yeah. for the first time. For the first hour of the show, I'm entertaining the audience. And then, honestly, they're entertaining me with the questions. Yeah, because then it all goes Q&A. And yeah. is it, does there always need to be an audience icebreaker? Or do you, are people shy about standing up and asking? You know what? They're not. Okay. They're, they're so, you know, and one of the beautiful surprises for me is how pumped people are. And, you know, I opened the show with a surprise film package and people just love it and they're whooping it up and applauding and yelling back at the screen it's you know it's 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 pretty particularly the saturday and and friday night yeah please a couple of belts in the bar you know what i'm saying Uh we do know please tell me that like there's like a you know a volleyball game with you and charlie sheen and emilio or maybe you and the guys from the outsiders like playing Baseball with there, your shirts off, something like that. I will tell you that there is one 
big surprise in the show that if you're interested in that kind of thing. Uh-huh. We are. You're mm-hmm. you're going to be happy you're going to be a happy little puppy. Okay. Ah. All right. All right. Very very good. And um so Rob, okay, before we let you go, you know, we you were so fantastic in behind the candelabra. You and Michael. Oh, yes, thank you. Rob. You guys just thank had you. I mean, it was magic. Did you um meet or Talk with any of like the people from the Liberace estate. I got a chance to go to the museum about six months before it closed, and all these docents that were there had all worked with him, and they were all like in their late eighties and nineties, and full of like amazing stories about him. Yeah, there were. I mean, there was such a great script, such a great okay, uh, you know, Soderberg and all of that, and, and you know, my character um, was had no description in the script. Is you know, Doctor Jack Stark. It was it said in the script. He, he is unbelievably plastic looking. That's all we had to go on. So I created oh, you that great. guy. Um, and, and I remember calling Steven Soderbergh and saying, hey, I have a really sort of big idea for this character. Yeah. I don't know if you're going to like it because it's a little over the top. And he said, bring it. It's and they so did. Good. And, and um, I, it's one of my favorites. All right, Rob, what are we going to see you next on the big screen or the little screen? What, what, can we, what will we see you in? I keep thinking well, Ryan Murphy. You got me on Code Black. Okay. You know, till, uh, every every Wednesday on CBS at ten. You got that for the next ten weeks. All right. Um, and uh, let's see. After that, I'm going off to do a movie in Africa. I mean, there's all there's always something. All right, Rob. Right well, now, we'll just we'll just keep following you, and we look forward to seeing you at the State Theater uh, this Sunday night, May twentieth. Fantastic. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Thanks so much. Oh, I want to go to this so bad. Oh, I love no. him. I really had a hard time not fanning out there. All right, listen, we'll be back. (laughs) 